Worth. All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. forward to your weekend we'll get you there coming up on the program this morning as always it's a friday and we really look forward to checking in with doug keck our president and chief operating officer and he always gives us the inside word as we call that segment of the great programming coming up so last week i think when i was introducing doug or speaking with him i mentioned don't forget to set your vcr (laughs) how old am i vcr oh my gosh they're probably in antique stores now right vcrs your DVR, or whatever device of your choosing, the technology, we have it. Either way, Doug will give you the schedule of wonderful programming that's coming up, especially as we get, can you believe it, closer to Lent already. Seems like we were just celebrating Christmas. Mamma mia. Okay, moving right along. So at the bottom of the hour, it's our Fact Check Friday. And Fact Check Friday began, actually, in 2020 during the election season because it was really extremely frustrating to me to see the misinformation campaign all over the place, especially when it came to issues that we as faithful Catholics are concerned about. So I decided, okay, uh, this is my background, this is my training, and let me help folks discern because it can be very confusing no matter how, how smart you are. And I know you're intelligent people. I'm not saying that. But, you know, this is my wheelhouse. And so I can pick things out and I can hear words. I can even hear inflections from the newscasters and the news reporters of how they position themselves in terms of the wording. And, again, the, you know, um, the emphasis that they put on particular words. And you may not sense it, but I do. And hearing those types of of approaches over and over and over again can desensitize us over time. Not to mention that combined with literally nowadays, many of those in the secular media are just making it up, just throwing stuff out there to see how much it will stick. I don't have time to go into how many times that's happened over the last few years, but I think you get the point. So... With this in mind, I continued Fact Check Friday, and we get a lot of uh, great feedback about it. And I've also now turned it into a blog. And my wonderful producer, Andrew, is going to pull uh, this segment today and also the segment I'm going to be doing right after that today with Dr. Meg Meeker, which also pertains to the media. But Fact Check Friday this morning is I want to help you take a deeper look at what's happening at some of our news organizations. And a particular example really is an example of not just what's happening at this one network, but what's happening, unfortunately, and has been at a number of news outlets for many, many years, especially with this last election cycle, and, of course, with COVID. And it's very scary, but there's, you can see this because now they're eating each other alive. In this one particular situation, they're going after each other, pointing fingers. And what's being revealed is that those who are claiming something about a particular personality, on-air personality, are basically involved, according to this personality who was forced out, saying they knew exactly what I was doing and they were in on it and they approved it. Now, this is not just for the particular story we're going to be discussing, but this, again, goes on time and time and time again. I've done a lot of research on this. I've written three books specifically about the media. My first one was Noise, which was updated. 
And I also lived through it and saw what happened. And this was years ago when I was in it, and it's much worse than it was when I was in it uh, over 20 years ago. So uh, Fact Check Friday this morning. We'll take a look at the particular story, and this one evolves around CNN and why we need to know about this. And then for our last segment of the program, Dr. Meg Meeker is going to be joining us. She has a website, megmeekerparenting.com. She is a Catholic sister in the Lord, a wonderful pediatrician. She's written many books, and she was one of the first physicians to speak out about the impact of media on young people. And so she's very interested in discussing with us this measure that came forward with senators on Wednesday, a bipartisan effort. It's called the Kids Online Safety Act. And Tennessee Senator Blackburn and Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal coming together and putting this out there. Now, this follows up many hearings they've had in Congress with tech giants, also following the hearings with the Facebook whistleblower who brought forth thousands of documents that showed that Facebook, now called Meta, knew exactly what they were doing when they were marketing and targeting young people, especially young women. And I thought it was very interesting that that story broke. They came before and put this measure forward the same day that supermodel Linda Evangelista was talking about body image and body issues and problems she's had and raising the question about what are we doing to our bodies. Always trying to help folks connect the dots, especially with the media, and so we'll try to do that today. Uh, and we start with Doug Keck at 9.15 Eastern. We have our Fact Check Friday at the bottom of the hour, and then closing with Dr. Meg Meeker. Okay, well, it looks like the weather is going to taper off, and things should be cleared up by tonight, especially if you're on the East Coast, which is still feeling some of the storm that moved through. We got clobbered yesterday in southeastern Michigan, I think, with anywhere from like 4 to 8 inches of snow. But here's what the National Weather Service is saying. As a strong cold front moves through the eastern part of the country tonight, strong storms, gusty winds, and mixed wintry precipitation will be possible. Gusty winds remaining possible for areas along the east coast through this morning. Now, blizzard conditions are likely on Friday across north-central areas as a clipper system brings strong winds and snow to the region. So, But so we have a meteorologist, a quote from him this morning, and he's saying hopefully things will be moving out by the end of the day today. We might get another storm coming in next week, but let's not worry about that now. Let's just be at peace that this uh, latest snowstorm for the winter is over for the most part. All right, six minutes past the hour. It's a Friday. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Connection. It's a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN. Let's get started and see what's happening in and around the world on a Friday. Well, in a telegram to the bishops in southeastern Brazil, where scores of people are confirmed dead from floods and mudsides, Pope Francis conveying his condolences and prayers for the repose of the deceased. A rescue mission has since temporarily been called off in the area where 170 people were already killed by a mudslide, and authorities are saying over 100 people are still missing in that city in the Rio de Janeiro area, where heavy rains caused a hillside to collapse into a residential location, burying entire houses in mud. And this week's rainfall reportedly the heaviest since 1932. Pope Francis saying yesterday, the world needs beauty more than ever, as beauty can awaken a thirst for God. The comments came as Devin Watkins from Vatican Radio reports as a Pope met with a French Catholic group on Thursday dedicated to helping artists as well as celebrating sacred art. Pope Francis met Thursday with members of the Diaconia of Beauty, an association of artists marking a decade since its foundation, and thanked them for their service to the church. The Diaconia of Beauty offers spiritual and economic support to members who are musicians, poets, singers, painters, actors, and dancers. 
The Pope recalled that sacred scripture speaks extensively about the beauty of the universe, which refers by analogy to the beauty of God the Creator. Lavoro artistico completa in un certo senso la bellezza della creazione. Artistic creation completes the beauty of creation, he said, and when it is inspired by faith reveals more clearly to people the divine love which is its origin. Pope Francis praised the love and passion with which members of the association have shared their God-given talents with others to spread the message of faith and evangelization. Beauty, said the Pope, can create communion even through the years since art is not limited to a certain time period. He said beauty can touch in each person that which is universal, especially the thirst for God, overcoming the frontiers of language and culture. Pope Francis said art must make perceptible the world of the spirit of the invisible of God, translating into meaningful terms that which is in itself ineffable. The Pope went on to urge artists to reach out to the men and women of our times in such a way as to be understood, rather than creating an incomprehensible and sealed style of art. Seek to reach the best part of them, he urged. The Church relies on you today to help others have a sensitive and compassionate heart, a renewed gaze of love toward the world and others. Another Roman Catholic diocese, this time the Diocese of San Diego, as Annie McCoven tells us, says some of the faithful may need to be rebaptized. The San Diego Catholic Diocese says parishioners should check their baptism certificate and speak with their parish priest after it was discovered the Reverend Andreas Arango repeatedly said part of the baptismal sacrament wrong. Arango was saying, we baptize you, instead of using the church's official form, which is, I baptize you. The now-retired priest who served churches in Brazil, San Diego, and Phoenix issued an apology. Church leaders say parishioners may have to redo other sacramental rites as well. Secretary of State Antony Blinken calling this a moment of peril for Ukraine and Eastern Europe. The basic principles that sustain peace and security, principles that were enshrined in the wake of two world wars and a cold war, are under threat. Blinken speaking about the escalating crisis between Russia and Ukraine in a speech to the U.N. Security Council. He rejected Russia's claims of drawing down troops and said an invasion could happen in the next few days. Blinken stressing that Russia will likely manufacture a pretext for an attack. And as we mentioned, those severe winter storms are making their way through the east, but as meteorologist Bill Karen tells us, they should be gone by this evening. Aerial flood warnings continue for the southern half of Indiana, a good chunk of Ohio, western New York, uh, western Kentucky, so there's a lot of flooding concerns, water everywhere from the rain and the snow melt. And as far as the additional rain goes, this storm is going to be exiting the east coast quickly today. After leaving millions of Americans facing ice, snow, and heavy rains, the storm system is now on its way through the northeast. New York's governor is saying residents in areas prone to ice jam flooding should prepare now. Parts of the Ohio Valley can also see flooding as well. Mitch McConnell slamming the Louisville Black Lives Matter chapter for reportedly helping bail out an alleged gunman. Less than 48 hours after this activist tried to literally murder a politician, the radical left bailed their comrade out of jail. McConnell referring to Quintez Brown, whose fee on a $100,000 bail after allegedly opened fire in the office of a mayoral candidate, Craig Greenberg, grazing his sweater. Reports say Black Lives Matter Louisville collaborated with another group to pay his bail earlier this week. Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin planning to sign a measure today allowing parents to opt out of school mask mandates. That measure has now cleared both legislative chambers. It requires schools to begin complying by March 1st. A bill signing ceremony is set for 3 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time. 
Longtime New York Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney says that, well, she's surprised by a challenge in the Democratic Party by a woman who's pushing against mask mandates. And that's Mon Moran, who says those mandates have hurt businesses in the city and have hurt children even more. We all know that kids are the least at risk from COVID. And what we're seeing here in New York is this overly cautious approach to the virus, but we're seeing a really reckless approach to learning loss, to the mental health needs of kids. The new candidate saying she believes she can beat Maloney, who has been in office for almost 30 years, and adds that Democrats like her have been leaning too far to the left, leading companies such as Amazon, which plan to build a Queens headquarters to go elsewhere. A new study says it has found a link between opioid overdose deaths in Ohio and COVID-19 stimulus payments. The Ohio Attorney's General's Office conducting the study to see if there was a so-called check effect between overdoses and social assistance and said they did find an increase in opioid after residents began receiving government funding. The study also pointing to several factors contributing to overdoses at the same time as the stimulus, including social isolation, loss of income or housing, and decreased access to health care. Republican governors are pressing Joe Biden and Canada's prime minister over COVID vaccine and quarantine requirements, urging both Biden and Justin Trudeau to reinstate exemptions for truckers who go between the two countries. They cite supply chain and cost of living issues as reasons why those exemptions should be put back into place. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's job approval rating among African-American Protestants is plunging. Since March of last year, Biden's approval rating among black Protestants has dropped nearly 30 percent. A Pew survey done last month shows 65 percent of black Protestants approve of the job he's done. That number was 92 percent in March of last year. And a New York state trooper is filing, as Mark Mayfield tells us, a lawsuit claiming former Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed her. The trooper, whose name was not disclosed, asked a federal court to declare that Cuomo... New York State Police and Cuomo's former top aide, Melissa DeRosa, violated her civil rights. This is the same trooper who testified that Cuomo harassed her. Several district attorneys in New York said that while they found Cuomo's accuser credible, the available evidence wasn't strong enough to file criminal charges against him. The trooper's lawsuit seeks attorney's fees and damages for severe mental anguish and emotional distress. And the head of the nation's largest four-year university system stepping down after being accused of mishandling sexual misconduct allegations, Cal State University Chancellor Joseph Castro saying late yesterday he would resign, effective immediately. The announcement coming after the university's board of trustees met behind closed doors to talk about a possible investigation. A recent report claimed that when Castro was president of Fresno State, he did not punish an administrator who was found responsible for sexual harassment and instead praised him in performance reviews. And finally, in our new segment at about 14 minutes past the hour in a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection, the city of Miami is now surpassing New York City as the least affordable city in the country. That's according to a survey by the market research firm Reality Hop. Prices in Miami soaring throughout the coronavirus situation, which were boosted by out-of-state buyers and the renters who moved there. The median price for a home in the city, almost $600,000. Well, our programming is free, both radio and TV. Hey, I'm a poet, and I don't even know it. Doug Keck up next. He's our president and chief operating officer. He'll fill us in on what's coming up on EWTN as we get closer and closer to Lent. Stay tuned. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? 
Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at VisitingAngels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Do you wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic health care ministry, providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Good morning, February 18th. Hope you're doing well. Moving quickly through this month of February. Doug Keck helps us uh, get there, get through every day with great programming reminders on EWTN as a president and chief operating officer of the network. And can't believe what Lent is, what, two weeks away, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was just doing the show with Father Spitzer the other day, and he's like, well, the next time uh, I'll see you, we're going to be doing, uh, it's going to be Ash Wednesday. It's already wow. here. So I told him, you better, uh, I'm going to ask you what you're giving up, so you better start thinking about it now. So, uh, <laughs> Gave him the warning, right? I gave him the heads warning. Up. They gave I'm going to put up. you on the spot there. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, it's coming on, and uh, we've got some great programming again this week. Uh uh, tomorrow, we've got uh, a program called Christendom. It's a documentary on the golden age of Christianity, and it's kind of based on uh, on the series we did about the uh, about the Reformation. But mm-hmm. we then, at the same time, while we were creating that, it created a, a documentary focused on you know Christendom and what was going on and the culture, etc. And, and as, the, as you were alluding to, the beauty uh, that was you know put forward by the church. Uh, in so much of the art that was done, you know, like you were referring to the Holy Father in mm-hmm. the news. And we've also got, of course, uh, following up on Lords. we've got uh, part one of the movie uh, that's airing, and that's also uh, going to be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so, uh, you know, you can't get enough of Bernadette. That's always an interesting yep. uh, and a mm-hmm. wonderful story. And we have uh, coming in the future a, a new multi-part series that we have uh, been working on. 
uh, shot on location in Lourdes that people can look forward to, too, in the future. Uh, later today, uh, Father Leo Padlinghug uh, will be on Laughing and Loving and Eating with uh, Jeanette Benkovic. At, oh, how uh, fun. At 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time today, so people can look for that. That's always good. Do you know what he's making? Does, did Jeanette tell you what he's making? No. No, she's, uh, she, it's, it's a, you have to tune in. You have to tune out. in, right, and find out the rest of the story. That's right. And next week, a couple of things to look forward for. Our great friend, Daniel Bromwitz, is going to show up uh, on Jim and Joy's show uh, on Monday. Uh, with the uh, his Monday night disciples and the gift of all God's babies, where they um, they have a very special ministry. Turn in and find out about that. And Father William Casey, mm. uh, of course, of um, the Mercy Fathers, right. is going to be joining Mitch on Wednesday, and is going to be talking about a wonderful new book called "You Shall Stand Firm" that EW10 Publishing is putting out, and that will be on Wednesday. So check out EW10.com for all things that are airing on EWTN, whether it's on the web or on radio um, or it's on television or on demand. So check out everything we've got on there. There's, there's plenty of uh, programming for anyone. We've got over 30,000 programs uh, on demand. Well, you know, even if you just go to your website, there's all kinds of things in the slideshow that I'm just, as you're speaking, I'm just looking at the website. They've got a whole thing. You have a whole thing on, on the chair of St. Peter, of course, that's coming right. up, but we look at that in the church next week. Why do we celebrate the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter? The chair to which this feast refers is the Cathedral Office of the Apostle Peter given to Christ, to, given by Christ as St. Peter, Matthew 16, 18. Peter's pastoral office, supreme pastoral office, passed on to each of his successors as Bishop of Rome. That is where Peter last served and where he died as a martyr. So even these, these little snippets, Doug, are so helpful right, and so educational in, in really letting us grab the, the depth of the faith. Absolutely. Well, we have a, a series of spots. We haven't rolled them out yet, but we did about 50 of them uh, with Father Trigilli and Father Ken Brigenti as a version, uh, kind of, you know, we had done the uh, whole Web of Faith uh, mm -hmm. program answering questions. So we came up with something called the Catholic Blitz, and it's a one-minute uh, response. So uh, each one challenges the other in each different segment to answer a particular uh, question about the faith and about the church in one minute. And uh, it's designed like that kind of thing to give you a, just a little uh, factoid, something to take away, to give you a quick response to a lot of the questions people have. Uh, and uh, because people's attention span, you know, how people... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, acquire uh, information on their phone, you know, things like that. Uh, a lot of times, if you don't make it quick, they're not going to bother. Right. That's why there's so many different resources that are so helpful, even just right on the website, which is uh, EWTN.com, which is the main site. Uh, in terms of, of what you're seeing in response to some of the areas of EWTN that have grown so much over the last few years, especially, for example, your news division, what are you hearing from folks? Because what I like about it, I appreciate the fact that, okay, I know I'm going to get a balanced story about what's happening in the sure. church versus going way to one side or the other. Okay, here's the facts. Here's what the church says about this. Exactly, and we know we're doing a, a, a good and balanced uh, job. You know, we always say, you know, that the church is not left or right; it's always in the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, left and right are kind of political terms, but 
we know we're we're doing a good job uh, of staying in the middle where we're supposed to be with where the church is um, because we get it, uh, attacked from a news side from the left and the right. People right. who are unhappy with certain things we cover and others are unhappy because we don't cover certain things. But, you know, we, we have our mission, and our mission is, as you indicated, uh, Teresa, is to present the news as news. Now, we have shows like Ray's show, uh, you know, The World Over, obviously, which is a news show, but it's also an opinion program. And, and even, uh, uh, in, in a sense, In-Depth is also a news show, but also a somewhat of an opinion program. You know, then, then News Nightly, which is bringing you, in theory, as close to the straight news as you basically can get anymore. Um, and, and that's a balance and allows people to, uh, you know, take in all that or read CNA, which is basically a news wire, or read the register, which gives you more in-depth background information into these stories. And this way, you, you know what you're getting when you're, when you're consuming it. If you're watching or hearing this, you understand there's some opinion in there. And this here, it's more this is what's going on and what the facts are. Mm -hmm. uh, and you might disagree with the facts and be disappointed with the way they're presented, but that's basically the facts. And, of course, we make mistakes, and, of course, we don't always do what we're supposed to do, and we fail like everybody else who's got original sin. But uh, we're, we are trying our best. And other people have missions, as as you know. And I remember mo Mother's great line, which I've always kept in my mind, is saying, listen, you have your mission, we have our mission, we'll pray for you, you pray for us. So there's other people and different people out there, uh, Catholic apostles, who have a different focus and a different mission. Uh, and as long as they're being honest and true in what they're reporting and what they're doing, then we pray for their mission as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's an important for folks to know, for example, what I, I really appreciate from, from my background, I know you have a background in secular media, is the attribution mm -hmm. that, that you provide on the various sites. You don't just throw things out there because somebody says it's so, or somebody thinks this is a theory, or this is a, something happened here, there, or they hear a rumor. You, you, know, you check it out. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there's that famous story for years they used to say that uh, the most uh, abuse of women happened on, like, the Super Bowl Sunday. Remember that? Mm -hmm. and, and they turned out, they traced that back years and years, and it was just somebody said it. And right. then they kept, they just attribute it to the person who said it, who got reported in the paper. But there was no basis in it, no so we have to be very, very careful. Absolutely. And you are, and that's why we appreciate it. Doug, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Looking forward Always to catching pleasure. up with you next week. My goodness, the weekend before Lent. Doug Keck, President and Chief Operating Officer of EWTN. And speaking of being balanced, Fact Check Friday. Hope it helps you. We'll be right back with that. Up next. It was years ago. Shouldn't I be over it now? Why does it feel like yesterday? The pain is still there. The guilt still haunts me. The sadness is overwhelming. I don't understand these bursts of anger. Are you suffering from a past abortion? We can help. Call 214-544-CARE. Don't worry, it's all confidential. I want to feel connected again. Sometimes... I'm just numb. It's just not getting any better. You don't need to hurt anymore. Begin the journey to healing today. Call 214-544-CARE or go to racheldallas.org. 214-544-CARE or go to racheldallas.org.
So you're driving to work while listening to Catholic Drive Time. But you're not just driving any car. You're driving a midnight black 2022 GLA 250. Make 2022 your year by supporting the GRN and possibly winning a GLA 250 by going to grnonline.com and buying five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. Raffle ends February 21st and you must be 18 or older to participate. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberline of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options. And you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays. We can be reached at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321. Welcome back. Catholic Connection. It's 28 minutes past hour. It's a Friday morning. Good to be with you on Friday, February 18th. EWTN and Ave Maria Radio co-produce this program. Check us out online, EWTN.com and AveMariaRadio.net. You can also get the archives of Catholic Connection each and every day because my wonderful producer, Andrew, is very, very busy but does manage to find the time to archive all of our shows with the information. You can go back to AveMariaRadio.net at any time. Usually he puts them up by noon because he has to pull them and make sure everything is is copacetic and how all that technical stuff works. I don't know, but he does a great job at it. But it's available for you a little bit after the program, again, by just going to the archive section at AveMariaRadio.net. Okay, so today on our Fact Check Friday segment, I want to uh, bring your attention to something that happened earlier in the week. And I think it's very significant in terms of media bias and how the manipulation continues at very, very deep levels within news organizations. And this is just one example that happened. And this occurred with the latest developments with Jeff Zucker and his longtime uh, partner, and she was the former head of public relations marketing at CNN. And before that, she actually worked for Governor Andrew Cuomo in a similar capacity. Now, uh, Zucker, we know, earlier this month, a few weeks ago, uh, stepped down as the president suddenly. It was very sudden. And, uh, you know, the industry, broadcast industry, had a really, um, I mean, they were shocked if you look at the reactions. They never expected that. Uh, in-house, CNN is uh, up in arms or upset that he was forced to leave. Now, Zucker said it was because of a relationship with this woman who worked beneath him. She was a PR person, so she was underneath him. And they have a rule at their company. Their parent owners say you have to let the company know if there are relationships in-house and you're not supposed to have a relationship with someone um, over whom you have superiority, okay, so a subordinate. And he said that's why he was forced to leave, because he did not reveal that relationship, which came out in the questioning regarding former anchor host Chris Cuomo and his brother, former governor Andrew Cuomo. Okay, so that's the update on it. So Zucker continues to say it was because of his relationship. Um, His girlfriend was forced to resign, apparently for the same reason, allegedly or reportedly, they were forced to resign, but those spokespersons working with the case of Chris Cuomo, who was fired, as we know, back in January, are claiming that's not the case. They say that Zucker and his girlfriend, his partner, are being very hypocritical because not only did they know what Chris Cuomo was doing, Chris Cuomo was accused, among other things, of 
lying about how he helped his brother in handling a very, very complicated stories that were getting a lot of negative press for him, including sexual harassment allegations that were thrown at him, as well as things that were coming out about COVID and the way he handled the COVID situation, not to mention a lot of the pushback CNN was getting for allowing Chris Cuomo to night after night interview his own brother and not looking at that at all as any type of a conflict of interest. So the network is claiming that Chris Cuomo needed to go because of all these things and he wasn't honest with us and didn't tell me, tell us how deep the situation went with him helping his brother, right, in terms of being a PR agent for his brother while he's still on the air. Well, Cuomo's people are saying they knew it. They knew it all along, and not only did they know it, they were part of it, they approved it, and again, they were part of it. So... You can pull back and say, who cares about Chris Cuomo? Who cares about CNN? The ratings are, are you know, uh, practically non-existent. They've lost a huge chunk of the audience. And I think a big pro- a part of the problem is because of the way they tend to cover stories without really any balance at all. But I think this we have to pull back and, and connect the dots and look at the bigger issue. And I mentioned this in my blog, and I'll have more about this. For years and years and years, there have been countless studies. And if you want to know the actual studies In the latest research, you can pick up a copy of my book, Noise, which came out uh, several years ago, but it has been updated. And there are so many studies, and there are studies dating all the way back to the 80s of the media leaning extremely to the left. It was bad when I was in it. It's 100 times worse now. And there are numerous studies that came out in the last few years, including a big one that was done in 2018 about media bias which said that media bias pretty much now all of secular journalism leans left. You're aware of that, perhaps, but what I think a lot of people are not aware of is how connected the people on the left are to the people who are in politics that support their mutual agendas. And this is is what the bigger problem is. Obviously, it's a big problem to have this left-leaning media because of the way they try to to influence people. But you can't sit there and claim that you are centrist or you are objective, that you are a news operation, a news operation, a secular news operation, calling yourself journalists, calling yourself news broadcasters, broadcast journalists, claim that you're just about reporting the news and then doing just the opposite, putting out particularly one agenda and working with those who are involved in that agenda in, in politics and going against the basic journalism 101 tenets. That's not journalism. Now, if you want to come out and say we are a, we are a, a Democrat or a Republican network, whatever you want to say, but at least clarify We are Catholic radio and TV. We make no bones about the fact that we're Catholic. We make no bones about the fact that we are pro-life because we are supporting the teachings of the church. We're not going to come out against the church because what we do is we uphold the church. But you know that by going to our websites. You see it all over the place. And we're not trying to hide behind it and say, oh, we're just a, you know another news organization. Now, we have, as Doug Keck just so eloquently explained, within the organization... We have all kinds of news operations. We have the Register. We have Catholic News Agency. We have EW10 News Nightly. We have In-Depth. We have Raymond Show. And they dive into stories more deeply. 
And they also give you both sides in terms of a news story, what's the other side saying on this particular issue. But at the end of the day, we're always going to come down to supporting the church because we are a Catholic network, a radio network and a TV network. This is why it's so important to understand and be able to discern because these other networks such as CNN, you know, to the left and maybe Fox to the right or whomever, but at least I know, I think the talk show hosts on Fox at least describe themselves, they're very clear about their, their positions. And, and so are, I would say, some of those on the left. But the problem is when they claim, for example, with this case with CNN, that there's still really a cable news network. And when you have these reports of these insiders working together with top politicians and not only giving them non-stop coverage while still saying that they're a secular operation, but then working with them, allegedly, and there's more and more evidence coming out that this was a regular thing, that's not journalism. That is propaganda. and Or admit it. Because if you're not admitting it, you're basically putting it out there and trying to, to, to call it something else, something that it isn't. And this is why it's so important to understand how the media operate. Or as the amazing Archbishop Chaput has always said, we need to know how the media works so they don't work on us. Doug made a great point, many great points, but the one thing he said is, is our attention span. We have very, very short attention span now. And sometimes we see these headlines, we see these statements, whether they're on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and we don't read past the headline. We don't even go to the lead paragraph now. And we see these headlines and don't realize that many of these headlines, these statements are coming from these extreme leftist organizations. And we are impacted by them, sometimes to the nth degree. We'll be You're invited to an evening with Sister Norma Pimentel. Thursday, March 10th, 7 p.m. at Jesuit Dallas. Sister Norma, one of Time Magazine's most influential people of 2020, is a tireless advocate for refugees and currently serves as Executive Director of Catholic Charities of the Rio Grande Valley. Tickets are $25 and all proceeds benefit St. Mary of Carmel Catholic School in West Dallas. For more information, visit smcschool.org. That's smcschool.org. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks John Morrison with Morrison Heating and Air for his support of the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Morrison Heating and Air specializes in heating and air conditioning service for the counties of Denton, Collin, Cook, and Grayson. You can contact John with Morrison Heating and Air by calling 940-597-6099. That's 940-597-6099 for Morrison Heating and Air. How can you save an innocent life? Learn a very effective method of being a peaceful, prayerful presence that has helped over 10,000 mothers turn away from abortion in Dallas. If you feel called to be a prayer partner or a sidewalk counselor, then join us for a free training on Saturday, February 26, 8.30 to 11.30 a.m. at the CPLC offices in Addison. For more information and to register, visit ProLifeDallas.org or call 972-267-5433. 
The Guadalupe Radio Network is happy to welcome Pantigo Dental and Orthodontic Center as a new sponsor here on KATH 910 AM. Dr. Wynn, a member of St. Vincent de Paul Parish in Arlington, and his staff offer a variety of services such as general and cosmetic dentistry, dental implants, braces, Invisalign, and laser pain relief for TMJ, TMD, and jaw pain. They can be reached at 817-274-1825. That's 817-274-1825. It's Pantigo Dental and Orthodontic Center. the connection helping you connect the dots in more ways than one and someone else who helps us do that is dr meg meeker her website megmeekerparenting.com she's an author she's a speaker she's a radio host in her own right and she has been talking about media and culture and its impact on our young people for years she was actually one of the first to come out and take a look at this in a very significant way in terms of uh, over sexualized content out there in the media and the impact it has on kids and Meg, I immediately thought of you when the Linda Evangelista story broke earlier this week and then also the same day when the Kids Online Safety Act came out that was put forward by uh, a bipartisan effort uh, in Congress of two senators coming forward after hearing from all of these tech giants, uh, many of whom knew exactly what was going on in terms of the connection between social media uses uh, imagery and also depression and attempted suicide in young girls. So, uh, give us your thoughts on on this whole situation. First, with um, Linda Evangelista, and then also with this new measure to protect kids online. Well, thanks for having me on. I think the whole um, issue with Linda, and I do think that parents need to see this and know about it uh, because their kids want to know about it, and their kids are modeling um, after people like this. It's very, very important to kids to feel that they are accepted, they are looked up to, that they are respected by their peers. And a large part of getting there, they believe, is getting thin. Uh, I have routinely over the years asked teenage girls, uh, you know, the top things that they feel they want or need in their life that way or that they strive for. And I would say 99% of the time they tell me to be thin and to be famous. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. thin and to be famous. And so knowing that at the top of their list of things they need to do and prioritize during the teen years, even during the college years, is to become thin, they will look for people who they feel have succeeded and are doing that. So they will look at people like in uh, Linda and her ilk. Uh, they are found on social media, they're found on screens, they're found in music. And because our kids spend so much time on those venues, they are going to have those feelings of needing to be sent reinforced and reinforced and reinforced. And so this is why um, it's so hard on girls to see all of this thinness and models around them. Now, a lot of parents will say, I get it, I get it, I agree, I don't want my daughter to feel that way. But what then they don't realize is their their kids are turning around and doing the exact opposite of what they wish for them, and that is striving to be like Linda and models just like her. Mm. 
Now, let's, I'll give a little background on what happened. So on Wednesday, she did an exclusive interview with People Magazine, and she uh, came forward with uh, some very disturbing images of what happened to her, she says, by undergoing this procedure called cool sculpting, which promises to freeze away fat cells without surgery or pain. It's been around for a long time. And dermatologists and, and the plastic surgeons say that this is um, a, a common thing. And what's interesting is, is the disease, and I can't pronounce it, or the condition, I should say, that she suffered after, she claims, after going through the procedure. It actually increased the fat cells, she says, hardened the fat cells, and caused her all kinds of um, physical deformities to the point where she doesn't think she can go out and continue modeling. Uh, so the point of this is that w even people who are in the spotlight, extremely attractive people, are under pressure to constantly live up to these false narratives that are out there. I mean, there's a great connection between uh, this story and, of course, the Kids Online measure that they're putting forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and I think it's important to get these stories to parents because you can tell a 14, 15, 16-year-old girl, look what happened to her, look what happened to her, plastic surgery is unhealthy. But that's not going to change the kid's mind because the kid is so pulled into social media and instead so constantly um, the message that she needs to be thin uh, in order to be accepted by peers. You're not going to change the girl's mind, so you need to get parents involved so that they can reinforce to their girls from an early age on that their value lies in their personhood. Their value lies in the fact that God made them in His image. Mm -hmm. And then to reinforce character, re reinforce patience and courage and kindness and not talk about how they look in their appearance because they're going to be talked to about that everywhere they go. Parents are the ones who are going to change a daughter's mind about her need or her desire to have plastic surgery. And make no mistake, you go to the bigger cities, particularly on the West Coast, parents want their girls to look beautiful. They're giving them these things as, as gifts, uh, you know, breast yes, enhancements, uh, exactly. you know, Botox. I, I, that's been part of my book, Be My Selfie and I, where there's yes. even a surgery called a um, selfie surgery that plastic surgeons have come up with because so many people don't like the way they look in selfies. Yes. Teen, young kids, young kids are wanting this. I have um, young kids in my practice, and we live in a small town, who want breast enhancement or they want breast reduction if they're too big. And, you know, their parents say, well, if that's what's going to make her feel better about herself. I say, that's not what's really going to make her feel better about herself. That's a Band-Aid. What she's crying out for is a deep, knowledge of why she is a valuable significant person and that doesn't involve your physical appearance um, and if we feed into that we are setting our daughters up for eating disorders and I don't mean just starvation eating disorders I mean obesity mm -hmm. because the girls who quote-unquote can't, can't get there and can't quote diet well enough become so distraught and so depressed where they do. They go to the opposite extreme. They say, well, I'm not, never going to be that, so I might as well be whoever I want to be. And they, became, they can become 40, 50, 60 pounds overweight. So that's their response. We're seeing sort of these extremes. It is profoundly unhealthy. Uh, it is profoundly opposite biblical principles. It's um, spitting in God's face, sort of saying, you didn't make my daughter, uh, well, good enough, so I need to intervene and change her appearance. 
Um, this is very, very dangerous territory on yeah. many levels. I never thought I'd say I'd ever agree with the New York Times because they're not my favorite newspaper, but you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, this particular report that came out, or column that came out, after Evangelisa filed the suit last fall against Cool Sculpting, listen to this. This is so true, and it actually affirms everything you just said. So this columnist says, we gloss over the possible side effect pains and distortions of cosmetic surgery. Despite talk of body positivity and diversity, we still do little to address our national obsession with thinness and dieting with youth, with polishing our human skin to the smoothness of glass. Five minutes at Sephora is all you need to grasp the ever-multiplying categories of things we can do to improve our bodies. There's no part too small to be monitored, controlled, embellished, augmented, or removed entirely. From eyelashes extended to lips inflated to body hair eliminated to pores reduced to eyebrows reduced but also enhanced and so on through nails, hair, teeth, ad infinitum. Wow. I mean, <laughs> those two paragraphs, despite talk of body positivity, diversity, and all this talk of acceptance, we still judge ourselves on things that are so shallow. And that's why I was so glad to see, and they've been working on this for a while, Senators Blumenthal and Blackburn coming forward with this Kids Online Safety Act because one of the big reasons, Meg, was because of these, this whistleblower who came forward from Facebook, now Meta, showing thousands of documents where they knew what social media was doing to kids, especially young girls. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and I did a, an, a podcast interview with a gal who's ten, who has a program, a fabulous program, on how to get kids off to, off social media and why they're they're happier. And um, you know, one of the things that I think that parents need to grasp, and again, it's hard to get this through to parents because a they don't believe it's going to happen to their kid because their kid is trustworthy. Yeah, they're 15, but they're not going to pay attention to this. Yeah, they're 16, but they're going to cut off and they're going to recognize what people are doing. No, they won't because the draw is so great. And, and it, it, it's really, uh, really about parents. And I, you know, I, I just become bolder to talking straight to parents and saying, look, the reason you're allowing your daughters on screen is not because you feel it's okay for them or not because you feel it's, it's not going to harm them, but because we as parents want to appear normal to other parents. We want to appear to them as, well, we're good parents, our kids are good kids, they can handle social media. So it's a lot of parental peer pressure to feel like we're normal good parents. Parents, be bold enough and tough enough to step out of that and do what's right for your daughters. It is killing them. It, it's literally causing girls to have depression severe enough to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. I've seen it personally. Even if they don't commit suicide, uh, it, it causes them to be depressed. Even if it doesn't cause depression, it causes their self-esteem to be so low. Nothing positive comes out of social media and girls. And a tremendous amount of harm uh, comes out of social media, the top one of which is this recreation of body image and mm -hmm. dependence on body image to create a positive self-worth. It's all bad, and it's all in parents' hands. And so I issue a, a challenge to every parent listening be tough enough to step out and get your girls off social media. 
And see, and this is a thing, and I hear from a lot of folks, so why should we care about this? We're Catholic, we're trying to raise our kids well, or we're, you know, Christian brothers and sisters. Okay, fine. But it was interesting, I was talking to a, a young priest who was speaking at a men's conference here in Michigan. He was on my show yesterday, and I spent a part of the local show talking about this very thing and that you were going to be on with me today and whatnot. And he didn't even know that I had been talking about the media prior to him being on the program. And he comes on and he talks about how he's frustrated because so many Catholics think that this doesn't affect them, that the media, especially social media, don't affect them and their families. He says, you might as well. He says, yeah, they're acting like they can go out in the middle of a rainstorm, a thunderstorm, without an umbrella and a raincoat and expect not to get wet. And I thought, wow, what a great analogy. We need to be aware of this. There is a connection here between what Linda Evangelista is saying. I mean, one of the questions she raised is, why are we doing this self to our body? and she's now still struggling she's trying to get back her self-awareness and this is a top supermodel yeah and this is why because she was drawn into modeling her sense of self and worth and value was reinforced over and over and over she was never giving given any other reason to love herself other than her figure and her appearance and her job and it was everything was was job. tied up in her job yeah Mm -hmm. And I I want Catholic and Christian parents to understand this. Your daughter, whether she has a faith or whether she doesn't, is drawn to the exact same things that will cause her to feel accepted by her peers, Catholic peers and non-Catholic peers, as any other girl. And I would ask Catholic parents, how many many of you out there have a 14-year-old girl with a cell phone? You cannot trust that kid to regulate her use of social media because she's a kid that job is up to you if you're a catholic and you have a strong faith you're the ones who need to lead this charge and say our kids are not getting cell phones until they're in college right period so if you're doing that as a catholic christian parent great but if you're caving as a catholic christian parent you need to you need to to ask yourself why why are you so afraid to go against the grain and say i'm going to live differently because of my faith i don't care what you other parents say it's it's you know you say that and people look at you like you are and you get this right when you speak and and you probably get negative uh, feedback online because i know i do look at you like you have three heads if you're telling parents not to have allow your kids to have a cell phone until college Mm-hmm. I don't care because here's for you. the deal. Yeah, we have so much data now to show that kids who aren't connected to social media and the internet all the time are happier. They're more self-confident. They get better grades. They don't live with the stress and anxiety that kids do all the time who are connected to internet. All the, the anxiety that mm-hmm. kids have, girls who have the cell phone hooked to them all the time, is overwhelming because they're always waiting, 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 waiting for the next message, the next next picture, like, the next, the next yeah, whatever. comment. And the anxiety yep. and the blood pressure, everything. Be tough enough to get your kids off, and you know what will happen? You get enough parents turning the corner. Those who have cell phone, or allow their kids to have cell phones will feel ashamed. Yep, and we'll think differently, God willing, about it. Meg, great advice. Dr. Meg Meeker, check out her terrific website, MegMeekerParenting or MeekerParenting.com for more information. We'll be right back. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. 
Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. The wisdom of Mother Angelica. The devil will always do his best to tempt you into sin until you get to that place where you love sin. That's what he wants. He wants you down there with him. And not because he loves you, he hates you. When you do what the enemy tempts you to do, he does it out of pure hatred. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Location, location, location. These are the three most important factors in real estate. The same might be said for colleges. Trudging through snow to get to an 8 a.m. statistics class is a much different experience than breezing by a palm tree to the raucous applause of a laughing gull. With the average temperature of 84 degrees and wetland nature as your backdrop, it's no wonder students tend to stay once they visit our campus. Ave Maria University, your future location, location, location. Visit AveMaria.edu. Thanks so much for tuning in to the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network and Catholic Connection. Dan Burke joining us on Monday with more about St. Teresa of Avila and Gail Buckley with our Scripture Verse of the Week. Have a great weekend. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Celebrating the culture of life. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Lent is right around the corner and it may be time to renew your faith. St. Mary Catholic Church in Sherman is hosting a Lenten mission with Catholic speaker and singer and inspirer Paul Kim. The mission takes place on Wednesday, March 9th and Thursday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at the parish. Join Paul as he utilizes his music, beatboxing, comedy, and inspirational talks to communicate the gospel message of Christ. For more information, call 903-893-5148.
Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill, and I own Master Tech Auto Repair and Planning. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.